I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. It looked like the perfect marriage. Dan was an Ivy League-trained lawyer and academic who seemed to be on the fast track to success when he met Wendy, another bright and accomplished lawyer with aspirations to write a novel. The couple married, moved to Florida and had children. But then things started going wrong. Wendy moved out with the kids when Dan was away at a conference. They got divorced. Things turned nasty. Then one of them ended up dead, murdered at their own home. Over My Dead Body from Wandery puts journalist and writer Matthew Scher on the trail to find out what went wrong after the couple's breakup, starting with a husband, Dan. Dan blasted out an email to a bunch of his friends. He sent out an email about how devastated he was, how determined he was to get Winner back and make it work, how confounded he was by what was going on. And he concluded it with, love mightily while you can. And that was very Dan to turn it and then just wish the best for the rest of us. Tell us, like, what we should be doing and hope for the best. Abigail picked up the phone and called Dan. She led with a joke, a callback to the fact that he and Wendy had been the ones who'd set her up successfully with her husband. Dan, I've got the girl for you. Dan laughed. But as they talked, she could hear how broken he was. He, he started to cry, and he said to me, what's going to happen with my boys? He said, their connection to Yiddishkeit, uh, to Judaism, is already so attenuated. What's going to become of them? And I had never, I'd never heard Dan cry. It was really heartbreaking. For two weeks after she left him, Wendy didn't even tell Dan where she and the boys were living. So he would wait for Wendy at their kid's school, a morning drop-off, an afternoon pickup. I think that was one way of kind of seeing her, and he tried to, like, you know, figure out when she was going to be there and be in the parking lot to try to you know, confront her. But not legal confrontation. Not yet. Because Dan was still holding on to the hope, however distant, that he could woo Wendy back. He could make the family whole again. It didn't take long for friends like the Coens to start choosing sides. So there was definitely a Team Wendy and a Team Danny, and we were on Team Danny, you know, from the beginning. And, um, I mean, I, I was. And I think, you know, it's a function also of he lived on our streets. Our kids went to school together and were roughly the same age. Hoping that you will stay. I had one divorce from my first wife many years ago. And as you know, in these divorce issues, people take sides. And I decided, as much as I liked Wendy, right, 
because I still liked her, you know. I, 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 I mean, Danny had chosen me as one of his confidants. So I was not entitled, I thought, to go back to her and talk to her. I thought that that was not uh, consistent with my role as Danny's friend. For a guy who really liked to be in control, things had gotten a little out of control for him in, a, in an unpleasant way. Like, not that he was a c control freak. I don't mean to suggest that he wasn't, but this was not the plan um, in any way. Wendy may have been relieved to escape a marriage that made her unhappy, but striking out on her own turned out to be not so simple. As it became increasingly clear to Dan that he was never getting Wendy back, his attitude changed. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that there were two phases to the post-divorce life for Danny. You know, the first phase was him, it was immediately after this Pearl Harbor moment where she dropped the papers on the bed, and he was committed to winning her back. And when it was clear that that wasn't happening, then he shifted into the second phase, which was fighting it like hell. Dan Markell became famous in the legal world, in part due to his unique theories on crime and punishment, which he often discussed on his blog. To Dan, a big part of why we punish criminals is to reinforce the unspoken pact we all have as a society. Dan was taking the side that, no, it's a positive good for offenders to, to suffer uh, in the course of being punished because that's part of how uh, we write the scales. That's his law school colleague, Mark Spotswood. That's part of how we signal to them that, you know, we, you, what you did was wrong and you as a sort of equal moral member of society uh, deserve to be held to account for that. So, and I'm summarizing here, Dan's theories are building on one of the oldest ideas around, that justice is all about getting even. So once the gloves were off, once it was clear their marriage was never going back to how it was, how would Dan and Wendy get what they wanted? You live in, you know, the, the modern world where most of us are, you know, pretty safe and then completely out of the blue, someone walks into the garage and shoots them in the face. If anything, it's like, okay, a robbery, all right, drugs, okay. But a murder, like, I would never, like, ever be expecting that. That's bullshit, man. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We know what the is going on. Find out who the is. That's all I'm asking you. Some of episode one, The Husband from Over My Dead Body from Wandery, presented by Matthew Sher. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> 